0: I'm so glad that you're here. I am just traveling back from my amazing vacation to Disneyland where I stayed at the Grand Californian and I got to check out early entry at the Disneyland Park. So I have so much to tell you. But since I'm traveling, I don't have time to do it justice right now. And so I will save that episode for next week. But in the meantime, my friend Jessica Sanders agreed to come on and talk all about her trip to Disneyland Paris. She got to go to Disneyland Paris with her family just a few weeks ago, and she has so much amazing information to share with us, some insider tips, and she's convinced me that Disneyland Paris is where I need to be. I just need to save all my money first, so I'm going to start on that right away so I can get there ASAP. Before we jump into that interview, though, I wanted to share a review that I got from alisa b626 she wrote fun and informative i love this podcast it's so fun and informative i love how melissa concentrates on mostly disneyland and gives news from the parks and tips to make your trip better i also like her trip reports thanks melissa thank you alisa for leaving a review and rating the podcast it really helps me grow and i appreciate it so much sometimes i feel like i'm all alone here talking to myself, but when you leave reviews and rate my podcast, it just makes me feel so good. I know there's people out there listening, <laughs> so I appreciate it very, very much. And with that, I think let's jump right into my interview with Jessica and learning all about Disneyland Paris. Hi, Jessica. How's it going?
1: Melissa, it's so great to talk to you. I love all things Disney, as you know, and this is a great way to start the
0: conversation. Oh, I'm so excited you're here. Jessica just recently got back from a trip to Disneyland Paris, and she's going to share some of her favorite things and information about it, and I'm really excited. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. So I'm Jessica Sanders. I run the Happiest Blog on Earth, and my social handle is at Disneyland Plan. And on the Happiest Blog on Earth, which I've been doing for almost 10 years, I cover 100% Disneyland Resort. So just California. And that's why this is really fun to come on and talk about Disneyland Paris, because I wanted to experience that like a tourist, like a visitor. And of course there's some things that I did as, you know, a professional travel writer, but none of the things that I experienced at Disneyland Paris are on my website because it remains exclusively Disneyland Resort. So I really love working with my colleagues in the Disney industry and people like you, Melissa, to share about Disneyland Paris because these are kind of exclusive. I'm not putting these on my website, so it's
0: just perfect. Oh, that's awesome. So fun. So let's get to know your Disney side a little bit. Will you tell us your favorite Disney park that you've ever visited?
1: Well, Disneyland Paris was my first Disneyland park besides the Disneyland Resort in California. I grew up in L.A., and so that's my home base. And having only added Disneyland Paris to the mix, which consists of two theme parks, I still say Disneyland Park is the all-time favorite once i came back from paris and got back to disneyland in anaheim i was like oh this is home this (laughs) feels like home and there's definitely something special about paris which we're going to talk about and i hope to get everyone excited about it and interested in going there because it's incredible Um, but disneyland park
0: of course awesome what's your favorite ride My favorite ride
1: is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, and I love jamming out to whatever song they play, and the Pat Benatar is my favorite, but all of them are just so much fun.
0: It brings the party vibe to your Disney day. Yes, I love it. That's my favorite, too. It's way better than the old Tower of Terror, I think. I know. And
1: also having been on Tower of Terror at Disneyland Paris, I was like, oh my gosh, I miss this so much. But
0: we'll get into that too, I'm sure. Okay, Perfect. What is your favorite Disney thing to eat? Popcorn. It's oh, so boring, right?
1: But like I have an obsession with popcorn just buttered popcorn I can't resist it I often go to the movies like just to buy popcorn like I go in there and I get popcorn and I bring it home (laughs) and then I do that too (laughs) I tell my husband that like as an old lady I'm probably just gonna live off of popcorn like just get me a big bag of popcorn and all that's all my nutrition will be as I'm like old and dying like just give me popcorn (laughs) that's all you need <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, what is on your Disney bucket list to do someday? Yeah. So
1: this is one that isn't isn't a thing. Um. So is that allowed? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Every year, Haunted Mansion gets transformed into Haunted Mansion Holiday, and they display a new gingerbread house, cake, all kinds of confectionery thing. Right. Uh-huh. I want to be in there when they. Assemble it. Wow. So Like it's not a thing. They don't invite people that I know of. So I don't know. Maybe I need to start taking like um, culinary classes or become a pastry chef, like chef master. um, Or I just keep putting it out there that I want to be there and share about it. And maybe I'll get to do that someday. (laughs) That would be
0: amazing. You just got to know the right person. They can get you in.
1: I'm trying. I'm working on it.
0: Yeah. I'll keep my ears open to hear anything.
1: Sounds good.
0: That would be really cool. Very fun. Okay. Let's talk about Disneyland Paris. What are some of the similarities to Disneyland? Oh,
1: my gosh. Well, first off, I loved Disneyland Paris. Um, I think going into it, you're obviously going to make comparisons, But I was just really excited to experience something else. And I've heard a lot of things about Disneyland Paris, like it's dirty or it's not as magical and all those things. And I think you're going to hear those about various Disney parks around the world. Mm -hmm. But I was still excited to experience it. And I kind of just said whatever and no big deal and also they do at this current time allow smoking in the theme park so there will be people smoking in lines
0: so in lines
1: really different right Uh, yeah um so i was a little bit nervous about that just because we have so many um clean air acts and things here in the states that we're not used to that anymore and you can't smoke inside disneyland resort in california at all um so anyways I had those kind of things in the back of my mind but I was determined to to enjoy Disneyland Paris for what it could offer me as its individual park but then also kind of make some comparisons so I really did enjoy Disneyland Paris it consists of two parks um you have like your main Magic Kingdom Castle Park which is Disneyland Paris and then you have the studio side, which is kind of like a little bit of California adventure, a little bit of Hollywood studios at Walt Disney world. And now Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I answered your question.
0: (laughs) I don't remember what it was. (laughs) Oh, I do. What if it, they were, it was similar to Disneyland.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of things that are similar um, because just the way Disney parks are built with like that hub and spoke, system where you're like, Oh, this feels familiar. Um, and I feel comfortable here and can explore, but it also has its uniqueness to it. And that's one of the things that I loved as well, because we spent two weeks in Paris and we ended at Disneyland Paris. So having been abroad for a decent amount of time beforehand, going to Disneyland Paris really felt comfortable and more like home and we could kind of let our guard down a little bit of course you know you always want to be aware of surroundings and safety and things like that wherever you're traveling right um but it just felt a little more comfortable also a lot of people spoke English so that was helpful yeah that (laughs) is helpful yeah pretty much all the cast members spoke English um and so it was just nice because I'm not fluent in French by any means. And I did have to do my best throughout um, Paris to get by. And so this was just really nice.
0: Well, was it, did you find it hard to understand some of the attractions? Cause they were in French, right? And like order food or was that pretty easy?
1: Yeah. So the attractions are actually bilingual. so that was really interesting like you could the characters on the rides as they're doing their dialogue they would converse so like nemo would say something and then crush would say something but nemo was in french and then crush was in english and they kind of respond in a way that you know what the other person said you know like if if you're asking or let's do another example also when you load the rides The cast members give the instructions in French and English. So Mm -hmm. they are speaking to you. So like just like on Small World at the end when they're telling you to like stay in the boat and all those things in the different languages, which of course goes with a theming of Small World. But when we're loading Star Tours in Disneyland Paris, the cast member is saying the last row, buckle your seatbelts from left to right, pull on the yellow tab, raise your hands. He says that in French. And then he says it in English. So they're saying it like as quickly as they can, but it did feel like it took
0: longer to load the rides because they are explaining it twice. Yeah. Interesting. Um, That's kind of helpful though. Do you, do you think that, I mean, in Disneyland, a lot of the people who visit are locals. Is that the same in Paris or most people tourists?
1: I didn't feel that there was a lot of locals. I could have been wrong. We did spend four days there. Um, But it did feel like a lot of people were tourists and didn't even know. Like, for example, when he's explaining how to buckle your seatbelt and pull on the yellow tab in French, I don't know what he's saying, but I absolutely know what I need to do when I sit down on a ride. Yeah. Um, And it seems like a lot of people didn't even know. Like, Like they really needed the instructions on what to do. And there's a lot of people in California that speak different languages and also know English as well, but we get a lot of tourists there. Um, And it just, it seems like everyone kind of knows what to do, but in Paris, they needed more instruction. I don't know. Just one observation.
0: Yeah. So maybe this was their first visit to any Disney. Yeah. So I do feel like it was
1: um, tourist heavy and there were a lot of different languages, like a lot of people speaking a lot of different languages throughout the park and then um English just kind of seems to be a more universal language for everyone so yeah
0: so that's good to know so you don't have to feel intimidated if you don't speak French
1: not at all and like the food ordering um they have things written in English and French on the menus so Mm -hmm. that was totally easy that's awesome
0: do they use genie plus there They have a different
1: system, but it's very similar. And they also tested it first in Paris before they brought it to the States. So it's a pay per kind of attraction thing. And we actually didn't use it at all. The ride situation there was so interesting where um, at Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, I feel like there is a pattern to the attractions. You've got like, you kind of know you and I kind of know, and we share this with people on our websites and social media, like you're going to see this type of wait time for Peter Pan throughout the day. If it goes below this, you want to go on it because it definitely usually doesn't drop below, but Paris, I didn't find the pattern and I'm sure someone that has been there a lot can, but over four days, I found one time Buzz Lightyear was at 90 minutes and I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to have to pay the individual access, which is not what it's called, but are we going to have to pay that to ride Buzz? I don't really want to do that. Mm
0: -hmm. Well,
1: I just checking the app and walking by it a few times throughout our trip, the ride times fluctuated so much, seemingly without any rhyme or reason, that we were able to ride everything multiple times. And even the most popular attraction in the resort, which is Big Thunder Mountain, Mm -hmm. Um, we rode that several times without the paid access and we were able to wait in like 30 minutes or less. So I think, um, you can definitely do it without, but a lot of people, a lot of advice that you're going to see about Disneyland Paris is that it's a one day park or two days max. Um, everyone that I've told that I spent four days was like, seriously, Like, how do you even do that? And obviously having more time allowed us to not have to pay the upgrades. I'm sure you can do it in one or two days with both parks, but I wanted a different experience. And so we took it slow and we've really explored the parks and just really immersed ourselves in it.
0: That's awesome because you don't know when you're going to be back. So you might as well take that time and really experience the whole thing. What about food?
1: Food. Have you heard anything about food? I've Disneyland heard it's in Paris? not very good. Is
0: that that true? is
1: true. That is true. <laughs> and that is hard to believe, right? Because we were in Paris and we had some of the best food in our lives and like bread and baguettes and croissants. And you're like, how is that possible that it doesn't come into the parks? It makes no sense. Um, so first day we get into the parks and I'm like, we just need a quick lunch. So let's mobile order some lunch. I look on there and I'm like, okay, there's a cheeseburger. There's like a chicken sandwich. Great. That sounds good. We order the food right now. Mobile order is not something I recommend at Disneyland Paris at all. So we got our food. We're eating. I'm like, this is good. This is fine. What are people complaining about? No big deal. So the next day we want something for lunch because we did sit down meals for dinner and I'm looking and I'm in the other park and every place has the same menu that we chose from yesterday for lunch.
0: Oh no. (laughs) So it seems
1: like most of the quick service places have the same exact menu. There are a few here and there that are like pizza or um, a different variety of food. But think of it as... If everywhere in Fantasyland and Tomorrowland and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and New Orleans Square served cheeseburgers and the chicken sandwiches. Wow, that would be awful. So, uh, another reason why people are like, two days is enough because <laughs> you don't want to eat that every day. Right. Um, but the meals that we did have for our sit down reservations were fantastic. I love them. Um, my kids aren't adventurous eaters. And one of my kids had more of a struggle than the others. Like he literally would get his food, look at it, slide it and not eat Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not his style. And we kind of knew that. Um, we did try to, and we had the meal plan, which is something different they have at Disneyland Paris. We did try to order him stuff off the kid's menu and he's too old for a kid's menu, but that's what he would eat. Right. Mm-hmm. A hamburger. He would be totally fine with that hamburger, every meal, every day. <laughs> and we, mind you, we had already paid. This was part of our dining plans. So you get like, hypothetically, you're like a 50, $45 credit, right? Uh-huh. The kid's meal is cheaper they still get their money but they wouldn't allow us to order that I mean I'm sure it depends on cast member and like flexibility and stuff like that but he would have eaten something else and they still would have gotten their money but they weren't able to do that or maybe just didn't quite understand what I was asking
0: so yeah that's too bad
1: so we did enjoy like Remy's and Captain Jack's which is kind of like the Blue Bayou Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um but they're definitely a diverse, um, offerings there and just more, more like what you would expect. Like I see those menus more as what I would see at like Disneyland resort in California.
0: Gotcha. So do you recommend the dining plan? Were you glad that you did that? I
1: was really glad that we did it because, um, I wasn't really looking at, at it as a value-based thing. So if you're really, really looking at your budget, you'll want to crunch those numbers a little more. Mm -hmm. I, wanted to know what I was spending before I went abroad. So I had saved up the money. I had this much money for Disneyland Paris. I was like, we're just going to do that. So it's one less thing I have to worry about. And then we had reservations for dinner each night and it was already paid for and taken care of. And we also did a character meal, which um, we had to pay a little bit of the difference, but the character meal was amazing. It was like equivalent to your plaza inn but like double or triple the size. Oh, yeah. I believe it's called Plaza Gardens there. Uh And so the buffet is huge and the character interaction was great. We loved that. So if you want ease and you want a better variety of food, you're going to want the dining reservations for one. And then you maybe want that dining package. And I actually added that after booking so you can you don't need to decide right away. Like I had already booked our hotel and tickets and then I added the dining package.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good to know. So what, did you do a character breakfast or do they do different meals that have Yeah, characters? we did a dinner and it was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. So do you see the same kind of characters out and about in Paris? Pretty much we did. So
1: at um, the Plaza Gardens, it was basically your same kind of characters that you'd see at closet in at Disneyland. Um, but it was just really fun, really great time and characters out and about pretty much the same. You've got like Mickey greeting you each morning in the parks from like up above on a balcony. And this time he's wearing his Disneyland Paris um, 30th outfit. Oh, fun. And then over in the studio side, he wears his tuxedo. Um, other than that, we didn't do any lines for any other character meet and greets or um, We did pass by the princess meet and greet. And this is so typical of princess meet and greets, right? Everybody wants to see the princess. The line was so long and we were just walking by. The cast member was out there shouting out, letting people know. You are in a line that is over two hours long to meet one princess. Oh my God. We want you to know you are in a line. It's over two hours long to meet one princess. And then what happens as we're walking by? they're bringing in a new princess so ariel walks right by us we say hello i snap a picture <laughs> and that's perfect. i was like that's what i'm talking about
0: uh-huh. <laughs> that's crazy how did you feel that crowds were and wait times well wait times i felt like were great as long as you
1: watched them because yeah. if i if they if i based it off of the first things that i saw when we walked in i go ooh um, but you really watch them. They also have single rider lines where they post the wait time. Really? How awesome is that? Yeah, that's really nice. Yes. It's not always accurate, but it's a pretty awesome um, feature. I w- wish they would have that at Disneyland Resort. Wait times were totally manageable. And especially as the park gets to closing, they do close some attractions earlier in the day. And they list the closing times on the disneyland paris app Mm. which is super helpful um but like people go home quite early it seemed like so we were able to or they go out for the night show on main street so we did big thunder mountain a couple times at night which is such an experience i mean big thunder mountain if you haven't heard is on an island at disneyland paris it's super cool it's really long and it's just a great experience you board off the island and you go on the ride you're going in a tunnel underneath to get to the island oh and then my you gosh. get this amazing view of the park and as the sun was setting and in the summer the sun doesn't set till like 10:30.
0: Nice. <laughs> Crazy. That sounds so fun. Yes, that's on my bucket list to go ride that Big Thunder in Paris cuz that sounds amazing. It's a lot of fun. So what was your favorite ride in Paris? Was it Big Thunder?
1: Um it was actually Crush's Coaster in the Studio side and that one is so fun. It has elements of like Space Mountain. Um it's a little indoor, outdoor, just the ride vehicle. It's super spinny, but it's also a roller coaster. It's like nothing else I've ridden before at Disneyland Resort. And I just had a blast on that. So we rode that a couple of times and we did single rider for that as well. And I was just thrilled. I had no expectations of what that ride was. I didn't watch any YouTube videos or like look it up. I just knew that it was very popular. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun. I would love for us to get a ride like that, whether I don't care what the theming is, just like the way it works. It was so thrilling. It's a thrill ride. It was great.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Did you notice if like height requirements were kind of similar? to ours
1: you know what I did not um my youngest is 12 so we Mm. really didn't have to pay attention to that at all but everything is listed on the Disneyland Paris app and another thing about the app that was really helpful to us it gives you directions so like you can be on Main Street and Tap over at Big Thunder, and it's literally going to give you a walking path directions.
0: Oh, that's nice. I think they do that at Disney World. It was so nice. And that's Disney helpful. World, it's like they
1: need that. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people would love to have that at Disneyland who don't frequent it as much. Yeah. Um, but also Disneyland Paris has so many ways to get to one thing. So Disneyland, of course, being the original theme park that Walt Disney built, Um, there aren't that many alternate routes to things, right? And it's a lot smaller, but this one, there are so many alternate routes and it's really cool too, because it felt like almost everywhere you're walking in Disneyland park, there's an alternate route, but it wasn't just a pathway. It was like, imagine, um, Redwood Creek challenge trail or, Um, pirate slayer on Tom Sawyer Island, all these little caves and hidden walkways that take you to the same place. And sometimes they're sort of parallel to the main walkway. So we tell the kids, yeah, go run through that um, cave and meet me on the other side Uh as we're walking. So it also makes the journey to the attraction fun. And you're exploring and there's a lot of different little playgrounds and options to go through at Disneyland Paris. So
0: it just makes
1: the whole experience really immersive.
0: That sounds so fun. Oh, see, you're getting me all excited. I don't even have a trip planned, but. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go. So were there rides that you felt like were exactly the same as the ones in California? Peter Pan. Yeah. Um, Small World was down,
1: so we didn't get to ride that, but like Pirates was similar not the same but it was really fun just to see like how similar how not and we can talk about um Tower of Terror too right now since we're talking about so Tower of Terror previously to changing to Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout was one of my favorite attractions one of so Mm -hmm. depending on the day I I would answer differently I love the theming of Tower of Terror it's Fantastic, right? The costumes, the lobby, just everything. And so when I went back in there, I was so excited and I took a million pictures. And here's something that's really funny too Disneyland Paris, even in the midst of their 30th anniversary, I did not see influencers the way I see them at Disneyland Resort. Yeah. Barely anybody was videoing, like, no one was videoing anything, barely anyone was taking photos nobody was vlogging it was like really nice yeah Um, speaking about my own industry right I was like this is great like everyone is physically and mentally here enjoying this experience so we're in Tower of Terror and I'm taking pictures because I'm like I don't have this anymore like I want all these pretty pictures and there are some teenagers laughing and talking about me in French about like why was I taking so many pictures and what was I doing and (laughs) <laughs> it was fine. But um, so I was so excited. I'm like, this is this is so great. Tower of Terror is amazing. And then I rode the ride and I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy is so much better. <laughs> and Tower of Terror has the theming 100%. The theming is better. The decor is better. The cast member, like the costumes, everything. But the ride itself is better as Guardians of the Galaxy. That is my final opinion. Um, (laughs) Love the theming, but I love the thrill of Guardians. Um, It felt like in Tower of Terror, they paused the ride so that the little girl can tell her story. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we know. We know. Just keep the ride going. I want the thrills.
0: (laughs) Yep, I agree with you. Guardians is just better. But I do miss that that tower of terror theming that was pretty cool and like the merchandise
1: of tower of terror is fantastic that it was cool to hear her speak in french Mm, yeah like some of the characters and at one one place they have is like this play um exploring area themed to alice in wonderland which is so fun it's it's really big you start through like a little um garden maze and there's all these cool photo ops and at one point an animatronic of the queen of hearts pops out and she's yelling at you in French. And that is super scary, <laughs> especially if you don't speak French. You're just like, I'm sorry. Like she's I'm probably off with your heads in French. And I mean, in France, that has a completely different <laughs> meaning as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome. What about Haunted Mansion? Was that pretty similar?
1: No. It is Phantom Manor there, and it has a completely different story. It was a really cool story. Mm -hmm. So we wrote it first, and I was like, this is awesome. And it feels a lot darker, Mm -hmm. like more scary, as in darker. Um, The house itself is so beautiful. It's up on a hill that you can see it from a lot of places. I actually caught a full rainbow in Disneyland Paris, and it ended right onto the haunted house that's awesome that is ironic um but the storylines so we went on it first and then my daughter looked up the storyline and I'm going to very condense it but you should look it up before you write it or after you write it and then write it again but it's basically like this bride is stuck in this house forever and it's just really cool I really like how they did the storyline there
0: That's awesome. Um, I heard that they have a dragon under their castle. You heard it right. The castle is
1: amazing. It is so cool that you can actually explore the dungeon where the dragon is. It's an animatronic, so it comes alive and does different things. Another thing about the castle is there are so many opportunities and places to get that really awesome photo that you've been wanting where no one else is in the background Uh because it's picturesque all the way around. And it has a lot of like greenery and lawn in front of it where people can't access. And it really is up on a hill a little bit. So once you come down Main Street, you're going to see that front view and you're going to take pictures. And that's great. And that's fine. But everyone's going to be in your background. But after you start exploring, there's places around the castle, outside of the castle, that no one is because you just don't really go over there. So if you're looking for that really perfect spot, make sure you do a full walk, not only through the castle and through the dungeon, but around the perimeter. And you're going to find some really amazing views.
0: That's awesome. Is it Sleeping Beauty's castle? Yes. That's fun. Do they have a walkthrough like they do at Disneyland? Not that I'm aware of, but I could be wrong. And they don't have, is there, there's not a restaurant in there either, is there? Not that I'm aware of either. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds amazing.
1: It's really beautiful.
0: So you think four days, I think four days sounds amazing. You thought it was perfect?
1: Yeah, we loved it. And we also stayed on site, which we loved. Um, The price point of staying at a Disneyland Paris hotel. And we also stayed club or concierge level. The price point of doing that was cheaper than like a regular room at the
0: Grand in California. Yeah, that's nice. Was so, it, were the hotels close?
1: I felt like it was comparable to like Disneyland Hotel close. Oh. Um, the original Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris it was under refurbishment. I don't know if it's still open. They were doing extensive, like a full roof replacement and everything. So I would have liked to stay there, but we stayed at Newport Bay and it was gorgeous and beautiful and immersive from start to finish. And we just loved it. Um, The Marvel hotel there is a little bit closer as well, but it felt very convenient. We went back um, every day to enjoy our club level access when they had tea time, and we also that included breakfast, an exclusive area where you could just get drinks anytime mm-hmm. you want. Um, if you love soda the way other Americans do, you'll notice that in Europe, soda costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. often more than a glass of wine at oh, dinner. So cool. having access to soda on the club level was great for me Yeah, I love my Coke Zero and to pay like five six seven eight dollars for one bottle at dinner like a bottle of soda and you don't get refills Mm-mm. it was a hard time yeah I
0: can imagine that would be a hard time uh is there Coke Zero do they have Coke Light or what do they do um it it's Coke
1: Zero. It's something, it's called something else, but it's, it's Coke Zero. Like, it's, um, it's not the Coke Light, but I think they do have that too. But mostly they actually called it Coke Zero. Like, I would pronounce it, try to, you know, in French, but they know exactly, and it looks exactly the same.
0: And does it the taste packaging. the same?
1: Tasted pretty much the same to me. Are you yeah. Coke Zero too, or what? Do no, you
0: I do Diet Dr Pepper, which is never going to happen abroad. It, it's so hard to find, <laughs> anyways. But the Coke, um, I was in South Africa last summer, and the Coke they didn't have Diet Coke; they had Coke Light, mm-hmm. which tasted like Coke Zero. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but they didn't have Coke Zero, so. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's just fun to go different places, see what they do with their Coke. <laughs>
1: Definitely.
0: Um, so you, do they have a downtown Disney type situation? They do. They have a little Disney
1: village. Um, Disneyland Paris was built in the 90s. And the Disney village has not changed since. Mm. <laughs> That's what it looks like. I'm like, this is a time warp. And I know all things 90s are back. But this is like the worst of it. Like, yeah. It's like the facades and the buildings. Oh, wow. They need a makeover. But, um, (laughs) you know, it did the job. They did have Earl of Sandwich, which I definitely made a point to stop by and grab. Because we don't have that currently at Disneyland Resort. It's gone. It comes back. It's gone. It comes back. It's gone. Now we don't know what's going to happen if they'll ever join us again. But I hope so. I got my fix in Paris. And Earl of Sandwich is a franchise. There are some surprising places for those who love Earl. Search it up online. You might be surprised to find it in a random city that you're passing through or somewhere that you're visiting.
0: That's good to know. Yeah. Good to know. So do they do park hoppers? They do. And there's no time restriction. Nice. So you can
1: hop anytime you want. And I forgot how much I missed that until our last morning we rope dropped Hollywood Studios and rode crushes coaster and then I'm like okay let's go over to Disneyland and get some lunch and I was like oh you guys we're hopping it's <laughs> 9 30
0: it's not what even 1 p.m. <laughs>
1: um everyone staying on site gets early access and you don't have to choose your first um park either
0: oh you either don't right just now. if you're on staying on site you don't have to or nobody has to
1: good question i would have to double check that but um we had four-day hopper tickets and that's all they needed to know is they just needed to know the dates we were going we didn't have to pick starting park and we could hop as much as we wanted anytime we wanted which we did plenty and it was so nice
0: so the parks are close enough that you can just
1: walk yeah they feel close enough like disneyland and california adventure except for they don't face each other they're like almost kind of next to each other. Okay. But the gates, yeah, the gates are kind of like next to each other.
0: Okay. That's really nice. Yeah. Mm, Man. Now you've got the wheels turning. Like, how can I get to Paris?
1: I have been saving up for Paris for like over five years. Like, this Uh was a long-time goal that I wanted to do, so I love to stretch out the planning so that I can enjoy that part too. We flew on French B, so B-E-E, which is a discount French airline and they fly out of New Jersey. Uh And what we did was we did their top tier seats on a budget airline. So their top tier seats, which they don't call it first class, but similar to business class, Uh um, were cheaper than the economy seats on like a Delta flight.
0: Oh, okay. And because
1: most of the flights going there are overnight and my husband is 6'5", I could not do that to us. Uh To be um, in a teeny little seat. So our seats reclined. We had top-notch service. It was amazing. Um, We had free luggage. We had priority check-in lines coming home from Paris. Um, All kinds of things. Food, like two meals on each flight, and the flight attendants are super attentive and very professional. If you're looking to go to France, I would definitely get onto French Bee's um, newsletter. And then we just used our airline points to get over to New Jersey. So I enjoyed breaking up the flight. We actually sandwiched it with the trip to New York. So we spent two days on the way there and then five days on the way back. Um just because the flight was so long and we were already in New York I decided, hey, yeah. what's another few thousand dollars to spend to stay in New
0: York? <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's a great idea. Um so you guys were gone then a total of how long? 19 days. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. And so you went in the summer, is that right? Yep. And so was how was the weather over there in the summer?
1: Yeah, it was really great. It was cooler than I expected. So summer, let's define that a little more specifically. We were there. um, We left the States Memorial Day weekend. So that's the end of May. And we spent the first two weeks um, of June in Paris. Mm -hmm. So it rains there often. So plan on that. Definitely bring an umbrella, um, which we had. We also got ponchos. The ponchos at Disneyland Paris are cheap. (laughs) they're not as expensive so I'm like oh definitely we're buying these yeah and we use those um so plan for rain any time of year but other than that the weather was great it was mostly very cool sometimes it was hot but I ended up wearing pants almost every day um in the parks I did wear shorts sometimes and then change But, like, in Paris when we were touring and stuff, I was surprised by how much I wore pants because it was cooler than I expected.
0: Oh, that's really nice.
1: Yeah, and and we did that on purpose because if you know things about European travel, a lot of European countries don't have AC. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: we wanted to get over there before those peak temperatures hit. And also, a lot of the European schools don't get out of school that early. Um, we're also one of the pretty earlier school districts to get out in the States. Uh-huh. Um, even when we were in New York in the middle of June, the kids were still in school there. So we kind of used that to our advantage to to get to Europe before everyone could start traveling.
0: That's very smart. Very, very smart. Did you bring home any cool souvenirs? The souvenirs were definitely lacking, and um, the ear
1: situation was dire, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did get some of the 30th celebration. I got a pin that's adorable. The The colors and the logo that they did for um, the 30th are just beautiful. It's right up my alley. They're purple and pink. They're mm-hmm. super cute, um, and I got a Disneyland Paris hat little baseball cap that i really like i also got a hoodie but it was kind of a struggle to find um my daughter got a tower of terror t-shirt that's in french as well oh, cool. and then she got an indiana jones t-shirt and hoodie she super loves indiana jones the indiana jones attraction there is completely different it's an outdoor roller coaster oh and so wow. they had some unique like merchandise for indiana jones
0: uh-huh
1: well that's fun
0: so fun okay that's all my questions do you have anything else that I missed um the best show that I've ever seen the Lion
1: King show at Disneyland Paris really oh my goodness now again you know I haven't been to Walt Disney World so this is just comparing between two resorts here I heard that it was good so and I love a live performance. Mm-hmm. I loved Aladdin. I love Frozen at California Adventure. Like any chance I get to see those, I love it. Um, so I said, I'm gonna go to the Lion King show, guys. If you want to come, you can. If you don't, that's totally fine because I know this is like my thing. Um, but they were all down. It was incredible. The live singing, the live musicians, the acrobats, like almost like Cirque du Soleil type of performances. Like uh-huh. it was amazing. And then they also had like pyrotechnics in it. And it was just so cool. And there was no dialogue. It was all music. So it was 30 minutes. It was like the perfect time length. And I was like in heaven. I could have watched that several times. It was beautiful.
0: That's amazing. So did they go through the story all in 30 minutes? Exactly. Yes. Awesome. That's so cool. Did you do fireworks or any of the parades? Yes.
1: So the parade went on several times throughout the day, but we did we caught parts of it, but we didn't um, make it a priority for our family. But we did do the fireworks and the drone show, which they have for the thirtieth. And the drone show is really really cool, so definitely a, recommend that. What's a drone show? Yeah, so it the drones are like little light. that go over the castle and make the 30th logo that also looks like mickey mouse so google that look up the logo for the 30th and you'll see it's so cute it's so cool and there's a lot of space there was tons of people cramped in right in front of the castle but we found plenty of space um, down main street and you could see it clearly and beautifully and the songs were great and it was just a great way to end the night
0: Oh, that's so fun. I had no idea they did a drone show. That's amazing. Do they have any nighttime entertainment over at the other park?
1: The other park actually closes a little bit earlier, just like California Venture. And there wasn't any nighttime shows then. That was also prior to Avengers Campus opening in Paris, which it is now open. I think we were like 15 days too early for that. Oh, um, so it. it gives that park whole new life as well, because that park is a lot smaller it has less to do but still a lot of fun stuff
0: that's fun all right you convinced me I'll go great
1: anyone <laughs> else that wants to come you know
0: let us know <laughs> I know maybe we can get a group right on a flight or something that would be amazing <laughs> oh thanks so much for sharing all that information it's awesome so many great things when you were saving did you plan on going for the 30th is that your been your plan all along or did that just happen That just happened. Yeah, I was planning
1: to take my oldest when she graduated. And so that's just what it happened to be. And it was great. I love that we were able to go during the
0: 30th. That's awesome. It worked out perfect. Okay, well, I will put a link to your website and your Instagram account in my show notes so that people can find you. Is there anything else you want linked? No, that's perfect. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. It was so fun.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. It's been great.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks so much. Talk to you later, Jessica. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my gosh i've always wanted to go to disneyland paris and now this just sealed the deal there were so many things i had no idea about i didn't know that the haunted mansion was so different there i didn't know about that amazing ride that roller coaster crush ride the dragon under the castle i had heard about but i want to see that for myself in person Just so many cool things to experience over there at Disneyland Paris. So that is on my bucket list for sure, along with (laughs) how many other things. So many things. I got to get going on this bucket list or I'm never going to put a dent in it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on and sharing your experience with us. I really appreciate it. Make sure you check out Jessica. You can find her information in my show notes. And you can find me on Instagram at mixinsamagic and on my website at mixinsamagic.com. If you have any Disneyland questions, not Disneyland Paris, I can't help you there. But any Disneyland questions, you can let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram, or you can send me an email at mixinsamagic@gmail.com at gmail.com. And I am happy to help you out. I'm here to answer your questions and help you plan your amazing Disney vacation. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.